0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. And so I was desperate about it. I went to the Lord in prayer and fasting. And I said, I'm, I'm honest. You'll not ever find anybody any more honest than I am. If something don't work, I'll be the first fellow to tell you it won't work if it's me doing it. I'll just be the first person to tell you that don't work. And so I just said to the Lord, Lord, this isn't working. Now, in all honesty and sincerity, I thought it was right. And I wanted to help the dear people. But we missed it somewhere because this isn't working. These people are not delivered. If deliverance just means that right then, right there, while you're in somebody's presence, you get free from this thing, and the next day you're out there by yourself, you're, you're all bound up again, then it isn't worth fooling with.
1: It's not worth messing with. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth e. Hagen Hagan continues his teaching on the Believer's Authority. More next on Rema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I can remember when I received
0: the baptism of the Holy Ghost in 1937 as a young Baptist boy pastor. And I came over and accepted the pastor of a little full gospel church in the black land of north central Texas. You know I've been around a long time I don't know everything But you just stumble up on a few things And fall over a few things (laughs) Amen And I get amused at people in this charismatic move I thank God for it Praise God God's doing a lot of things But sometimes people come up you know With new revelations and, And if you've been around long enough You'll find that 25 years ago People were off on that same thing It didn't work then It won't work now same thing, just happens over and over again. It comes in cycles. And, and I, I, with all sincerity, and I'm not, I'm not against anybody, I don't mean this to be destructive criticism. I mean it to be constructive criticism because I'm telling it on myself, I'm not telling it on somebody else. But, uh, you know, I, I was new, you know, 1939, just, just a couple of years, really, at this time, not, uh, yeah, a couple of years, you know, into this move. And I was pastor of this church, and so on. Uh, we had Saturday night services, Wednesday night, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night service in this full gospel church. In fact, they've, they've had Saturday night service ever since 1916. They think more of that Saturday night service than to do the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Amen, that's the truth. Uh, that's absolute truth. Absolute truth. Well, in all sincerity and honesty, you know, we want to help people. And I get amused today at a lot of things that's going on, you know. And so every Saturday night I started deliverance meetings, deliverance services. And, uh, you know, we had every kind of manifestation you can think of. And a lot you shouldn't have thought of. (laughs) I I mean, I've been around for years. I'm, I'm talking about physical manifestations. We had every kind. Every kind you want to mention, we had it. We had it. Every kind of operation. Some of it was the spirit of God, some of it was the devil and evil spirits. Some of it was just the flesh, just, just humans, you know. I didn't know all that then, but, but anyway, we did. Now, after about three months, the novelty of that wore off. People will run with something, you know, as long as there's a novelty there. I mean, something of so new, you know. And so uh, I, I, just, I, I decided to change the name of it call it something else, you know. And, and in all sincerity, I was trying to help people. I, I meant business. I wasn't just 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 putting something on, you know, just to be doing something. And so instead of calling them deliverance meetings after about three months, I began to call them get free services. <laughs> And everybody that had come to get delivered now come to get free. (laughs) And after about three months, that wore off. And so then I tried to think of, in all seriousness, I wasn't just trying to do something, you know, in the natural. I was honest and sincere about it. That's the reason God blessed me through it in spite of it. Not because of it, in spite of it. And so I began to have loosening services. (laughs) And everybody that had come to get delivered, then they came to get free, and then the same people came to get loosened. <laughs> I mean, because primarily it was my people. They were some outside coming, but, but 85 to 90% of them were my church people, you see. They all got delivered, and then they all got loose, and then they all got free. But I'm living there with them every day. You learn a lot when you live with people. Hey, man, that's the truth. You sure do. I, I've been there nine months. I've been there really about a year now as pastor. I didn't start those right off. <laughs> but we've been running these deliverance, and we've been running these get free, and we've been running these loosening services for nine months. And I, I, I visit these people in their homes. Half of my congregation lived in the country. See, it's Blackland, black land, north Central Texas. Half of them were farmers. Half of the congregation, half of them lived in the town. I visited the people in town talk with them, visit them in their homes I went out on the farms and visited people walk up and down the rows of cotton pick a little cotton put in their sack and talk to them walk along with the farmers he's gathering his corn and throwing it in the wagon gather a few heirs along with him and throw it in the wagon and talk to him and I found out this, in fact I, I was so disappointed that after all of these deliverance meetings after all of these loosening meetings after all of these getting free meetings After all these manifestations we had from people standing on their head to walking on the ceiling (laughs) that sounds far-fetched but brother, that's almost it. (laughs) Every kind of a physical manifestation you can think of if there's any more free or loosened or delivered than they were nine months before when I started that I couldn't tell it. (laughs) I was just honest enough just honest enough to admit it. They're not any better off. Only thing is, they've jumped a little bit more and hollered a little bit more. And every kind of a physical manifestation you can think of that had, but that hadn't seemed to help them much. And so I was desperate about it. I went to the Lord in prayer and fasting. And I said, I'm honest. You'll not ever find anybody any more honest than I am. If something don't work, I'll be the first fellow to tell you it won't work if it's me doing it. I'll just be the first person to tell you that don't work. And so I just said to the Lord, Lord, this isn't working. Now, in all honesty and sincerity, I thought it was right. And I wanted to help the dear people. But we missed it somewhere because this isn't working. These people are not delivered. If deliverance just means that right then, right there, while you're in somebody's presence, you get free from this thing. And the next day, you're out there by yourself. You're you're all bound up again. Then it isn't worth fooling with. It's not worth messing with. And so I said, Lord, where's the trouble? And I fasted and prayed and talked to the Lord about it The third day of my fast, the Lord spoke to me Should have known it all the time Here it was, right in the Word He said, you see, your problem is that you've tried to do for the people What only my Word will do You've tried to do it Only my Word will do it Then secondly, you've tried to do through prayer What only what my Word will do See, prayer is important But prayer will not and cannot take the place of the Word of God Are you listening? I sort of use them like this. For instance, you know, breathing is important, but breathing can't take the place of eating. You've got to breathe to stay alive. And yet breathing cannot take the place of eating. Well, I use this illustration. The breathing is the prayer, but the eating is feeding on God's Word. And we've got Scripture for that because Jesus said, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Right. See what I'm saying? See, what we do a lot of time? we try to do through breathing what eating is supposed to do for us. But you see, the breathing after a while, if you don't eat, will quit working. Amen. That's right. Are oh, you hear? You hearing me? See? And so the prayers won't work, you see, unless you eat. See, it's like breathing will quit working after a while. You've tried to do through prayer alone, or else just tried to do it yourself, only what my word will do. He said, I said in my word... Ye shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Well, I knew that was in there. I didn't hardly know where it was, but I, I looked it up, and of course, it's John 8:32. Ye shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free. Now, he said, start teaching my people the truth, and that's the only thing in the final analysis that'll set them free. Well, you know, I started doing that, and those same people that had been through every deliverance meeting and every get-free service and every loosening service got permanently delivered. Permanently loosed. Permanently free. And I saw some of them. You see that I'd pastored then for two or three years, four years altogether. I saw some of them years later and they said, Brother Hagin, we're still living off the teaching you gave us. We never have had any more. But I'm still living. I wouldn't be victorious today if it wasn't for that teaching. Oh, God's Word will bring forth results. Hallelujah. Ten years from now. The seed is the Word. Sow the seed. The seed will produce it. Are you following me? Amen. Well, let's talk about we're talking about authority now. What is authority? Now, the Greek word translated "power" in the New Testament one Greek word means authority, and most of the time, King James translated did pretty good on some words, but here they really messed things up for us. For instance, I'll read you a verse here in Luke you're familiar with, Luke ten nineteen. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now you notice in that verse that in the King James translation, the word power is used twice. You notice that? Yet in the Greek, there are two different words. It's not the same word in the Greek. That's original testament, you know. There are two different words. Jesus actually said, I have given you authority To tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. The first word in this scripture is really the word for authority, not power. We use the illustration sometimes, you know, in the afternoon or when people are getting off from the work. We see it in our city. I'm sure you see it in your city and the traffic's heavy. A lot of times in certain areas there's a policeman standing there right out in the middle of the street. Sometimes, you know, we'll have a street lights go out or sometimes just to move the traffic because more traffic come one way, they'll just turn them off or, or even stand there with them on and direct traffic. We've seen that. Now, that policeman, you see, he wants to stop all these cars that are rushing down this street. I've seen him just hold up his hand and I was right there on the front myself and I've just put my brakes on. Now, now he don't have the power to do that. He couldn't hold all those cars back to save it. Wouldn't he look funny? No, no, don't come any further. No, no, no. No, I'm going to hold all of them back. I think that's what we thought, you know. We're going to hold all of them back. We've got the power. No, we don't. We've got the authority. Now he just got the authority, and I recognize that authority. Are you listening to me? All he's got to do is just put up his hand.
1: Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore, Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The classic book by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled, God's Word, A Never Failing Remedy. And the book from Kenneth Hagan entitled, How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny. The CD from Lynette Hagan entitled, Fuel Your Passion for God. Last but not least, the slimline book from Kenneth E. Hagan, Right and Wrong Thinking. All these resources are for the special price of $25. That's more than $8 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagan Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.
0: The Rhema Bible College, they are still enrolling. For spring. For the spring semester. If you get your enrollment in by January the 10th and get here. That's right. You can start school. So if you want if you want to know something about that, you can go online to rbtc.org. That's and right. And you can get all the information there. So I just wanted you to know that if you're interested in coming to Raymond Bible College, you can still get in for this spring semester.
1: Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on the Believer's Authority. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rama.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.